Today we continue these birth stories, um, conception birth stories from Luke's Gospel with the birth of John the Baptist. When it was time for Elizabeth's baby to be born, she gave birth to a son. And when her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had been very merciful to her, everyone rejoiced with her. When the baby was eight days old, they all came for the circumcision ceremony. They wanted to name him Zachariah after his father, but Elizabeth said, no, his name is John. What? they exclaimed. There is no one in all your family by that name. So they used gestures to ask the baby's father what he wanted to name him. He motioned for a writing tablet, and to everyone's surprise, he wrote, his name is John. Instantly, Zachariah could speak again, and he began praising God. Awe, fear fell upon the whole neighborhood, and the, neck, and the news of what had happened spread throughout the Judean hills. Everyone who heard about it reflected on these events and asked, What will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord was surely upon him in a special way. In this birth narrative, when Elizabeth's baby is born, she prepares to name him John. And this is according to the angel's declaration, even before his conception, when the angel appeared to Zechariah in the temple. In earlier in this first chapter, verse 13, we hear, but the angel said, don't be afraid, Zechariah, God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son, and you are to name him John. So we have the name being questioned by some of the family and the friends, neighbors who have gathered, because it is not a family name. And so they turn from Elizabeth to Zechariah, who still cannot speak, and they ask him what the name of the child should be. And this is where Zechariah asks for a writing tablet. And he writes out the words, his name is John. After demonstrating that they were both listening to God, both Elizabeth and Zechariah, and that they were both doing what he had called them to do, to name their son John, Zechariah's speech is restored. And his very first act is to offer bless, blessings to God, to praise God, to give thanks to God for the very first response to the restoration of his speech. Now the neighbors, families, and friends are still gathered and they are filled with awe, fear, it's the same word translated two different ways. But what we know is that they are aware of the presence of God, that God is in their midst, bringing them this awesome revelation that this son to Elizabeth and Zechariah, who are both in, in older age, that this son has a special purpose. In particular, in verse 66, we get three 
different perspectives or three different aspects of this confirmation of God's um, revelation. It says, first, everyone who heard about it reflected on these events. What I find interesting here is that the translation um, gives us a sense that they're reflecting, they're pondering on these, on these events, on these things. But literally what it means is that they laid these things, they laid these events on their hearts. And so when they are thinking about these events of John's birth, they are thinking about them in a very meditative way, a very reflective way, um, wondering about what God has intended here. Which leads them to the next question then. What will this child be? It's a question that is grounded in faith. It's not a question like, oh, is he going to turn out okay? No, it's a question like, my goodness, this child is going to be someone great. What will it be like? And so as they ponder this in their hearts, the right understanding that they come to is a matter of the heart. It's a matter of the head and the heart. It's not just one part of us, but it's the totality that God uses to bring us to a confirmation, an affirmation that God's revelation is good and true. And that is then, which takes us to the third point of this 66th verse. For the hand of the Lord was with him, referring to John. This statement confirms the readiness of the people to receive this child of promise. Note that even in spite of Zechariah's doubts and the fears of all those involved, Zechariah, who's had fear in the temple of the angel, Elizabeth, um, the, the family, the friends, the neighbors have expressed fear of God's presence in their midst. In, in the midst of all that fear and doubt, Elizabeth and Zechariah still do what God has called them to do. They follow God's call to parent a child of God's favor. So for us, I think this story is a good illustration of what it means to listen to God and to follow God's call. Even in the midst of doubts and fears and worries, because God's revelation God's word is more powerful than any of our fears, than any of our doubts. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for the gift of your word, the gift of revelation by the power of your Holy Spirit. We thank you, God, for this story of John the Baptist's birth. May we, like Zechariah and Elizabeth, listen to you, hear you, and follow you so that our obedience may be our response in gratefulness, in thankfulness, and in loving kindness to you for all that you have done, O oh Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.